Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for November 2nd, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success. Listen, not only do I want you to be a success, God wants you to be a success. And God wants you to be a success His way. God wants you to discover His divine purpose for your life. God wants you to embrace the grace to be able to do it. God wants you to make your life all about Him, not about you or selfish pursuits or selfish desires or doing things in the flesh or really being stressed out because you're taking on the pressure to perform. None of that. Just entering into God's rest, opening up your heart to what it is that God has called you to do and embracing the grace to do what you could never do without God. And when you live like that, oh my God, you're living this life that's amazing. It's the grace life. I believe is how we're called to live. You get to walk in a level of favor and grace and empowerment and wisdom because at that point your life is all about him and it's not about you. So the title of today's message is Pursuing Grace-Based Success Part 32. And and the desire and the power both come by grace. When I was thinking about this, God gives you the desire, but along with the desire, God gives you the power. I've taught on this earlier in the series, but I, I, I was led to go back to it again today. God loves us so much. Put that in the chat. God gives me the desire and the power. God gives me the desire to want to do what he called me to do. Then he gives me the power to do what he called me to do so that my life can be all about him, not about me. He gives me the desire. He gives me the power. Get ready to receive the word this morning. All right, so let's get into it. <clears throat> Here, our foundational scriptures are um, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, and some others. There's three of them. Let's get through these. So Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, the Bible says, I mean that you are saved by grace. Now, you were saved by grace. All you did was believe. You believed in the grace of God, and you received eternal life. <clears throat> that was a gift that was given unto you freely by the grace of God. So you have nothing to boast about. You're not saved by works. It has nothing to do about the things that you've done. Uh, in verse 10, the Bible says, God has made us what we are. Put that in the chat. God has made me who I am. Whatever I am, whatever I'm not, God has made us who we are. And in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So there's some good works that God before ordained in advance for you and I to do. And when we make our life about that, instead of selfish desires, then what happens is we get to live an amazing life. We get to live the grace life. We take on no pressure to perform. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31, the Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Jesus to become wisdom itself. Not only that, but he made us right with him because of Jesus. So put this in the chat. I'm the righteousness of God. So, so God gives me access to wisdom through Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God through Jesus. God made me pure, the text says, through Jesus. He made me holy, the text says, through Jesus. He freed me from sin, the text says, through Jesus. So all of that is through Jesus. None of it is through me. Verse 31 says, therefore, I have nothing to boast about. If I'm going to boast, I have to boast in the Lord. In 2 Timothy 1 and 9, the Bible says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling so that your life could be about something that's bigger than just you. 
He saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So he gave us a purpose. He gave us the grace for the purpose. He gave us an assignment. He gave us the grace for the assignment. He gave us both in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So listen, our lives are all about him. For the past couple of days, we looked at Philippians chapter 4. We looked at Philippians 4.19, Philippians 4.13. Today, I want us to go back to Philippians 2. Actually, a few weeks ago, I taught on Philippians 2 in this series, Philippians 2 and 13, and I'm led to go back to Philippians 2 and 13 today. In Philippians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul is urging the believers in Philippi to live a light a life that is pleasing in God's sight. Put that in the chat. I live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. I live upright before God. So he's saying, listen, I want you to live upright before God. I want you to live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. I want you to walk in purity and holiness and righteousness and truth. I want you to be a, an example of light and love on this planet, all of that. And so he was saying, this is what I want you to do. He says, live a life that's pleasing in God's sight. This is a life that is full of Christian witness a life that is full of bearing fruit. Put that in the chat. My life bears fruit and the fruit remains. My life is always producing fruit. A life that is life-giving, meaning that when people come in contact with me, I'm giving them life. When people come in contact, I'm not draining life from them. I'm giving life to them. You ever met somebody that every time you talk to them, you're like, oh my God, I can't talk to her anymore. I can't talk to him no more. It's so draining. They they suck the life out of you, right? But but Paul was saying, listen, when, when people come in contact with you, your life should be bearing fruit. Your life should be producing life in, in, in the lives of other people. People should want to talk to you because when they walk away from you, they walk away excited and rejuvenated and restored. And it's like you're giving life to them, right? Say that. Say my life gives life. When your life gives life, Man, you get to live an amazing life. And so the Apostle Paul says, that's how we're supposed to live. A Christian witness, uh, living a life that is bearing fruit, living a life that is life-giving. He wanted them to succeed. Paul was like, listen, I'm writing to you believers in Philippi. I want you to be the men and the women that God has called you to be. I want you to exemplify God on this planet. But then after saying, these are all the things that I want you to do, I love what he said in verse 13. He said, Basically, Paul was like, well, I know God would never expect you to do something he has not equipped you to do. So let me say it this way. In verse 13, he says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. That's Philippians 2 and 13 from the New International Version. I want to relieve, read Philippians 2 and 13 from a few other versions. The New Living Translation says, for God is working inside of you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Say that. Say, God gives me the desire and the power to do what pleases him, right? God is giving me the desire and the power. I'll keep going. Uh, the easy to read says, yes, it is God who is working in you. He helps you to want to do what pleases him, and then he gives you the power to do it. So God gives me the want to and the can do. God gives me the, the desire to want to do <clears throat> what pleases him, and then he gives me the power to do it. The Passion Translation says, God will continually revitalize you. L let me pause there for a minute. Put this in the chat. God is continually revitalizing me. Because when I walk with God, God walks with me. I'm walking in my divine purpose. I'm walking in my divine assignment. I know who I am. I am getting life from God on a daily basis. I'm, I'm dealing with circumstances. I'm dealing with people. I'm dealing with difficult times sometimes. 
Sometimes I'm going uh, into hospitals. Sometimes I'm going uh, into situations where marriages are at the brink of divorce. Sometimes I'm dealing with people uh, that have difficult times or difficult situations or, or they're losing their peace or they're losing their mind, all of that. And as I'm going to pour life into all of these people, God is continually revitalizing me because if he doesn't, then I would leave that hospital so drained that I can't, I can't do anything for myself. If he doesn't, if, 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 if I'm always pouring into the lives uh, of other couples that, that are struggling in their marriage, then my marriage will fall apart if, if I'm, if I'm not revitalized. And so I'm pouring out, put this in the chat. I'm pouring out because God is continually pouring in. God is revitalizing me. Say amen to that. And so, um, the Passion Translation says, God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. Say that. I have the passion to do what pleases him. And then the Message Bible says, that energy, the energy you get from God is God's energy. It's an energy deep within, inside of you. God himself, willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. God himself is inside of me. Say this. Say, God is inside of me willing and working. God is inside of me, helping me to have the will and helping me to do the work, giving me the passion, giving me the power. He's willing and working. It's passion and power, and it's all coming from God. None of it is coming from me. And so he says, listen, when you live this way, when you know the passion and the power, the will and the work is all coming from God, you're living a life that is pleasing in his sight. It's it's the grace life, y'all. I mean, it's it's all about him. It's not about us. So what does this mean for you today? I have a few things to share with you in this morning. I believe six things. Let me get into these. And as I do, I need you to lock in and receive what God is about to say. Number one, God made plans for you. Look at me. I want you to know, I've told you this like a gazillion times, but I'm going to tell you again. God made plans for you before the world began. You're not a mistake. God, God made plans for you, and he wants you to find, follow, and finish those plans. He wants you to fulfill those plans. God did not send you to the earth to fail. God's desire is for you to succeed. He wants you to become the, the man or the woman that he birthed you to be. So he gave you the grace. He gave you the empowerment to do what he called you to do. Because he wants you to do it, he gave you the power to do it. He has set you up for success. Put that in the chat. I, God set me up for success. Put it in the chat. I was not born to fail. I was born to succeed and God set me up for success. He gave me the power to do what he sent me to this planet to do. Number two, God loves you so much that he doesn't just give you the power. He gives you the desire. He gives you the passion. He gives you the desire to do what, what he wants you to do. And then he turns around and gives you the power to do it. So he gives you the passion and then he turns around and gives you the power to do what he gave you the passion for. So, Think about how amazing that is, right? God gives you, God implants inside of you a desire for something. He helps you to want what he wants for your life. He gives you the want to, and then he gives you the power to do what he gave you the desire to do. So this is an excellent picture of why I teach grace-based success. Because whatever success I become living this way, I can't take the credit. God gave me the idea. God gave me the passion. God gives me the power. It's all about God. It's not about me. So when I live this way, I know that it's, it's, I'm living for him. My life is all about him. Put that in the chat. It's all about him. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, 
Uh, let me just pause on number two real quick. I'll give you an example of right now. So last night I preached. It was amazing. Then I went to go fellowship uh, with uh, the spiritual leaders that are here and other pastors. And we stayed out later than I normally stay out. And so I didn't go to sleep till after midnight. Well, I had to get up early this morning to do today's work. And, um, and even while I'm ministering right now, my body, I'm going to get some sleep after this, by the way, but even while I minister, my body is still not fully recovered. My body is still not fully rested. My, my throat, I can sense my voice still needs to, you know, I was preaching last night and I'm going to be preaching again this morning. So my voice is like, Hey, give me a little bit of time. I got you. But watch this. God gives me the desire and the power. He gives me the desire to get up and share today's word and then the power to do it. And then he's going to give me the power in a few minutes to go back to sleep and get some rest and get rejuvenated, restored, revived and ready so that I can go preach later on today. So when you live that way and you acknowledge that, man, your life is all about it. I'm not, it's not about me. It's all about him. Number three, the fact that God gave you the desire in your heart to do something that far exceeds your ability, your power, your strength. It means that God has already given you the grace or the power to perform it. Let's, he gives you the God will never give you a desire and then not turn around and give you the power. God will never give you a passion to do something that he's not going to give you the grace to do. Right. So the more understanding you get about this, that God gives me the passion and the power, the desire and, and, the, and the ability, then the more you have to acknowledge the grace of God, the more you acknowledge it's a grace life. It's not about me. I'm taking on no pressure to perform. I'm living for him. I'm living by him. I'm living with him. God is on me, in me, with me, for me. It's all about God. It's not about me. Say amen to them. Number four, God will never give you the desire for something that he has no plans to accomplish in your life. Because it would be cruel, I think, of God if he gave you a passion or, or, or a desire for something that he's not going to let you do. In, in other words, if God gave you the desire, but he didn't give you the power, then you would, you would die unfulfilled. If God gave you the desire, but he then didn't give you the power, then you would be like, oh man, I'm trying, I'm trying. You would be running your head into a wall trying to do something that you can never do, but God gave you the passion to do it. That would be cruel of God. But what God does though, is he gives us the grace or the power to actually do it. So, so that way we're not going to die unfulfilled. We can die satisfied. We can die satisfied knowing that we've done what God sent us to this planet to do. I want you to take a moment, number five, to think about the dreams that you have for your life. I'm talking about the dreams that God gave you. The dreams that God placed in your heart. Now, these are dreams that are bigger than you. These are dreams that are like, man, I never imagined I would ever do this, but God has really kind of given me this dream to do it. So here's the good news. Along with the dream, God gave you the grace and the power to, to get it done. See, that's part of the gospel of grace. Not only did God give you the grace to save you from hell, God has given you the grace to do what he gave you the passion to do. God, God has given you the power to do what he gave you the passion to do, and that's amazing. It's the good news. It's the gospel. It's the grace of God. God wants you to live a life that pleases him, and then he gave you the power to do what he gave you the passion to do. So that way, your life is all about him. It's not about you. Number six, God loves you enough. I believe this is the last one, yeah. God loves you enough to help you to want what he wants for your life. God loves you so much that he gives you, he, he, he implants seeds in your heart so that you would want what he wants, so that you would want what he called you to do. God wants you to serve him, but God wants you to serve him with gladness. God wants you to do it in a way 
that is pleasing in his sight. God doesn't want you to serve him with the wrong attitude, right? So God wants you to live a life because if God gave you a passion for something, but he didn't give you the power to do it, then you would be miserable. You would spend your whole life unsatisfied, unfulfilled, like saying, oh man, why did God even want me to do this? Why did God send me down this road if he's not going to help me to do it? God would never do that. So God sends you, uh, God gives you the, the passion, but then God gives you the power so that you can experience everything that he wants you to experience while you're in the land of the living. But it's, honestly, it's not about you. It's really so you can leave the impact in this world that you were born to make. When you live this way, the grace life, in closing, let me tell you, you will experience an amazing life. It will be success beyond your wildest dreams. This series is about success because you will be living the life that God birthed you to live and his plans are better than your plans. You will get to walk in divine favor. You will experience that God will send people to raise up their power, to use their power, their ability, their strength, their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. People will, will go out of their way to help you because you're doing what God called you to do. You will walk in a level of wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. You There will be many moments where you feel like you don't know what you're doing um, and, and then God will give you this wisdom, this knowledge, this knowing, this, this empowerment to do what you're, what you're called to do. And it's amazing. You will enjoy every step of the way because you're free from the pressure to perform. You're free from performance-based religion. You're free from the limits of your humanity. You're just walking in the desire and the power. You have the passion. You have the power that comes from God. You have the desire. You have the ability that comes from God. And then you have the satisfaction of knowing that you're doing what God called you to do. I went to sleep last night satisfied. You know why? Because I know I'm doing what God called me to do. I'm going to go to sleep here in a few minutes satisfied. You know why? Because I know that I'm doing what God called me to do. Whatever God called me to do, he's equipped me to do. And what, whatever God equipped me to do, he expects me to do. And so as I'm walking it out, put this in the chat, I will be satisfied. I'm, sa I'm not, I've learned how to be content. I'm, I, I've learned how to be at peace with myself. Why? Because God gives me the passion. God gives me the power. God gives me the desire. God gives me the ability. My life is all about him. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. The more I study your grace, the more amazed I am at how much you love me. Not only did you make plans for me before the world began, but you also pursued me when I was not living for you at all. You sent people to me over and over again to tell me about your goodness. You did this until I accepted the gospel, until I made Jesus your son, my Lord. Now, after being born again, you still pursue me. You still track me down because you want me to become who you call me to be. You tirelessly pursue me for your kingdom plans and purposes. You put thoughts in my mind that line up with your purpose and you help me to want what you want for me. You give me the passion and you also give me the power. So Father, understanding all of this, I will accomplish what you sent me to this planet to accomplish. I will get it done before I die, but I can't take the credit. It won't be me. It's all about you. You give me the will and the do. It all comes from you. Living this way, I know, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith 
in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it. Listen, and prosper. If you're not getting my notes, you want my notes, you get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address there. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. If this message was a blessing to you, the passion and the power, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. If that was a blessing, leave me some comments in the chat. I'd like to read those. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I will see you tomorrow morning. I love you so much. God loves you more. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.